0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the first episode of Beyond Sunday of 2021. And I'm super excited because not we we have not one guest but three very special guests joining our show today.
1: Probably one very special guest and two mediocre guests.
2: Yeah, I think she's she's leaving herself out though. There's, There's four, four special guests, cool. guests.
1: Well, here I
0: am the host, but we have three guests Actors. on yep. three awesome, amazing guests today. We're interviewing our campus pastors. So guys, why don't we uh, you guys walk, go around introduce yourselves and uh, tell us who you are, what you do, and what campus you lead.
2: All right, I'm I'm Jeremy, and I am the tallest campus pastor. That is correct. In the world. That's true, too. (laughs) Maybe, I don't know. Uh, I have... How tall are you? I'm 6'5".
3: Oh. In the mornings. (laughs) There's that guy in Colorado that's 6'6". You're now the second, like, tallest.
2: Well. Yeah. You'll lose it everything.
3: Well, I have one wife. I have four
2: (laughs) four kids. Eli, Noah, Eden, and Melody and no animals and i've been here probably six and a half years this will be my seventh year at bethlehem church wow holy cow you've almost made it a decade first year Come at oconey Oconee. so on, and but...
0: you are the campus pastor of the...
2: i am the campus pastor of the Oconee campus which is in Oconee.
0: all right makes sense <laughs> and how long have Perfect. you been there
2: since it's been open which is just barely over a year
0: You guys just celebrated your one-year anniversary. We celebrated
2: one year in September. So we're heading around the bend to the second year, and it's been awesome. Awesome. That's great.
0: Well, we're really glad to have you on the show.
1: Glad to be here. Thanks for being here. Yeah. All right. I'll go next. You can go next. Uh, So I'm Kyle, and I am the uh, campus pastor at the 316 campus. And I am married as well and have three children, uh, all boys. Um. Love them a lot. Most of the time. Also love to be away from them a lot, (laughs) if we're being honest. No, I do. I do love them a lot. I love that I have all boys. Uh, But uh, I've been, man, I've been in ministry. We were talking about this this morning, Jeremy, but I've been in ministry close to 20 years. Mm -hmm. And two of those years have been here at Bethlehem and have served as the campus pastor probably a little over a year uh here at the 316 campus so yeah glad to be here
2: awesome it's always weird to know what to count when you think of your years your ministry years mm-hmm. like which ones do i count Is the ones that i wasn't like full full time so, <laughs> so that would be like 12 <laughs> years or 50 so, a volunteer sure yeah, or if you yeah. think of it all together accumulate it all together so it so kind I of shocks you how long you've been doing yeah that, like is <laughs> that the day wow is that old in doing it longer than not i don't know yeah, so. yes
3: the answer is yes yeah uh, and my name is Drew. Uh, I get to lead the 211 campus over in Houston. And so uh, I've been doing that for a long time now, all of <laughs> six weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I just transitioned over to the campus pastor from being in student ministry for 11 years. So I got to lead for the last couple of years here at Bethlehem Church and student ministry uh, in high school and across campuses. And have been doing that and been called the students for so long. So I got uh, my wife, Megan. So thank God I'm married, too. Uh, I got uh, a daughter who's three. So... Most of my thoughts involve Dora the Explorer mm. and some YouTube show I can't pronounce. <laughs> uh, so navigating what it's like to uh, lead people, love people, and parent and be a husband along the way.
0: Yeah. So and my daughters, you were the uh, the high school student pastor for from uh, two of my my daughters. So yes. they appreciate you and all that you you've done. So
3: yes. Anything that's wrong with them is not my fault. I promise. <laughs> no.
0: No. I take credit for that.
3: Remember the first time you pronounced hushton Yes, I do. How could I ever forget my day one moving from St. Louis, Missouri? I get up in front of everybody, and they're like, oh, you just just say it. It just rolls off the tongue. And I'm like, oh, okay, Hoxton.
0: That's if, another if, town if you, in Georgia. <laughs>
3: <People> <laughs> are like, who here? is this guy? Whether you're in the area of Bethlehem or you live in the great city of Hoxton.
2: <laughs> Your accent almost confirms you're not from Georgia. <laughs> then you, you, you definitely confirmed it with the pronunciation of
3: He must Hoxton. be from here.
2: <laughs> so
0: you guys so Drew you're the the newest to the team of campus pastors here at Bethlehem Church. So you guys talk about what is the role of a campus pastor. And I it's funny that we were we scheduled this interview because a few weeks ago uh, I was out in the lobby and and a lady came up and asked, "So explain, you've got Pastor Jason, who's the lead pastor, and then you've got campus pastors. So she you know, was kind of confused about mm-hmm. what the role is of, of the campus pastor and why it is so important. So tell us well, about that.
1: Be honest. Was that lady, was she looking at me and say, what does that guy really do?
0: <laughs> what
2: does he do here?
1: <laughs> a fair that question. guy over there, Kyle, what does oh, he man. do? What would
0: you say you do here? <laughs> it's a fair question.
1: Um, I would say... When you think of the campus pastor role, and so multi-site's been around for I guess a couple decades now, and so when I think of campus pastor, uh, I think of someone who is uh, you would describe as like an an extension of the senior pastor. So all three of Mm -hmm. us would be an extension of Pastor Jason, Mm -hmm. and I think with that, we are the ones who champion the vision and culture at Bethlehem Church, and so at some point. at some point, Bethleh- Bethlehem Church realized that the culture here was worth duplicating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's what led to the decision to go multi-site. So as campus pastors of those campuses, I think that we champion and we carry uh, the vision and the culture of Bethlehem Church. And so we are always keeping the vision in front of our people, like mm-hmm. this is what we're called to do at Bethlehem Church. That's and so, awesome. To some, I mean, to put it in a nutshell, I I think.
2: To easily put it, that's it. That's yeah. great.
0: And yeah. because Pastor Jason, you know, he's one person, he, you know, can't be in, in more than one place at a time, other than the magical world of production and video, uh, you guys kind of represent, you know, you're, you're representing Bethlehem Church and the vision, mm-hmm. like Kyle said, yeah. in yeah. different places.
2: Yeah, we, so. we, we, I mean, we've, we've, you know, Drew's known him for a while now too, but you know. Typically, like be able to carry the culture. You got to know the place, and you got to know the person, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, that's ultimately why we're in here. And 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 Drew has been here. How long you been here
3: now? Dude, I'm two years in a week. Two years in a week. Probably by the time this shows, it's two. It's been two years. Yeah,
2: and uh, he he wouldn't say this, but to show that shows his sharpness too to get yeah. to gather culture and doing whatever, but also like doing students integrates him wholly into what we're mm-hmm. what we're doing at Bethlehem Church, and then Kyle and I knowing the place and the people, you can carry. You know, it's almost like we're the hands and feet, right? Yeah, I, that's mean, a, I was thinking
0: it. that too, Jeremy. With the that's... hands
2: and feet of Jason Bread yeah. to use like a scriptural term. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cheesy, but it, it, it really is true. And so, but the cool thing about being a campus pastor inside of that is we go out to help carry out the vision, but we get this great love for the people and the group of people that, that we get to... Call it shepherd, pastor, mm-hmm. or do community with, and we have a purpose and a strategy to do that to carry the kingdom and gospel. But well, we get to build community inside of that mm-hmm. too. So that's these right. people, mm-hmm. you know, I get to shepherd and pastor, them, but they're friends too. Yeah. You know? So that that's mm-hmm.
0: a great lead-in, tie-in to the next question, Jeremy. I, you probably didn't even do that on purpose.
2: Nope, nope. I'm, <laughs> I I accidentally transitioned. <laughs> I just stumbled into the <laughs> that's back. my life right there. <laughs>
0: What would you, is that, is that what you would say is your favorite thing about being a campus pastor or what is your favorite thing or your biggest win?
3: Uh, I think that, so I'll say it like this. So I feel like most of the time, Right now, transitioning to campus pastor, like I'm building a plane in the air. Mm-hmm. The plane's already existing. <laughs> now I'm just adding pieces to it. It's literally what it feels uh-huh. like when you're playing catch up. But every person I talk to, uh, have conversations with about, you know, campus pastor, even just with you two, it's always wrapped in a story of like care. So it's like that person was there when we were struggling in our marriage. Uh, they were there when our daughter got married. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were there when we had to bury a family member. Mm-hmm. And in Sundays, we always say this, Sundays matter. It's a great place for people to start on a journey, grow in their journey, connect with others on their journey, things of that nature. But I also find that it's all the stuff that happens outside of it along the way. Yeah, That's what I would say is like some of the biggest ones. So cool stories. Uh, here's a great example. During Christmas, there is a small group that approached me and they just said hey we want to bless some people who's somebody that we could do that to and there was mm-hmm. a, a lady at the church who had just had crazy surgery and she, a long road to recovery mm-hmm. we knew that she was just hurting financially and just uh, it was just a really hard thing so they were like hey could we bless her uh and i'm like yeah that'd be a great idea like i'm sure it could really do it they're like what could we do no idea have no clue they're like what if we pay for her electric bill for like three months do you think that would help I'm like well of, you know of course it would help you know it can't hurt <laughs> so I get a call from somebody the next day mm-hmm. and they are uh it's one of the people on our staff who's in um, kids ministry over at 211 she's like hey I just got off the phone with this lady mm-hmm. they're gonna shut her power off in two days Wow. they're like is there any way we could help and you know like on the back end you're like oh god's already working we just got out of the way like kind of stuff That's awesome. and, and so, literally it it was cool to be able to say hey there's a small group who already felt kind of like God's pull to do this? Yeah, they're taking care of it tomorrow, and she's like, "Okay, that's great because it 24 hours from now they're going to turn it off." That's incredible. Like, I like just stuff like that. I'm yeah. like, that's that to me is like the win. So like, you look at it, us, we get to be you know hands and feet. We get to serve and love people. I think my favorite win is when you get to also see the people you serve alongside carry that same posture.
0: That's incredible.
3: Yeah, yeah. When we we use a word like. We use it a
2: lot. And so when you use a word so much, sometimes the power of the word begins to fade just mm-hmm. a little bit. It doesn't make the word less powerful or what it means, but we say community a lot. Yeah, yep. We talk about it a lot. And that's, that's a very significant example Drew's talking about in community. And mm-hmm. I would say Kyle and I were talking at one point too, uh, just about like what what that looks like on different levels. And I think for me, and, and it's important to see that like, in our campuses, we have one church, many rooms, mm-hmm. but just like in your house, I've got, I've got two girls and I've got two boys. Mm-hmm. Well, th- the boys aren't going to paint their room pink like the girls, right? Right. So the rooms are a little bit different and our campuses are slightly different too. Mm. So Drew is a campus pastor of 211, which has uh, been around for how many years now? Three or a four. long time i should Two know m- i was like, like 200, 200 years, years plus. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 a the, long the, time. Yeah. the uh but Ocone, uh, bethlehem church is the is kind of where everything kind of branched from you know sure. originated from and then you got Oconee, which is brand new yeah. so everything's got this different so community is is being built in the same way but different ways too yeah. so like i'm starting from scratch so a big win for Oconee was Um, being able to see those stories come out of only being a year, year old. And so like one of my favorite things, this is the oddest thing. So community, like we really, when we say community, like we love being a part of our church. It's not some vague thing we're supposed to say as pastors or staff members. It actually blesses us beyond measure. So when I walk into a one-year-old Oconee campus and when it started, there were whispers in the lobby, People not knowing each other. Mm -hmm. There were, you know, not secret whispers, but you know, people not wanting to talk loud because they don't want to be, they don't know anybody yet. And then six months later to a year later, I walk in and I can't hear myself think because there's such a just hustle and bustle inside yeah. of the lobby. Mm-hmm. And that just speaks of like fun and community and people have gotten to know each other and they have jumped into serving. Mm-hmm. They have jumped into small groups. They have jumped into like getting their kids in the kids ministry. Um, what Drew's talking yeah, about and Kyle's groups. done, you've done yeah. like there's, I've been to funerals. Yep. I've been, uh, done, you know, some weddings and, and, you know, been with people in hard times where they have just had to sit down. Marriages trying to figure it out. Um, right. Parents worried about their kids. All these conversations that I've had that that contribute to that, but also each other, like yeah. them yeah. them helping and loving on each. Like that loud volume is what we is the that's the target our arrows are aimed at. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, that's, that's really what cool. we love, right? I yeah. mean, yeah. for
1: sure. Yeah, and I think for me, being at the 316 campus, which we, I guess you would call the central campus, yeah. um, it, it's a little bit different for me as campus pastor and my role here right? to whereas, you know, when you go into the, walk into the doors of 211 campus or the Oconee campus, when they walk in, they see Pastor Drew as their pastor and Pastor Jeremy as their pastor. Right Here at 316, uh, people see Pastor Jason as yeah. their pastor, mm-hmm. and they should, mm-hmm. and so, I've had the privilege of actually being in this role as campus pastor at two different churches. And so, what blows me away about Pastor Jason at Bethlehem Church is he really does make time for people he as does. much as he can. Right. Yes. He and, does. Yeah. But again, he's, he's one person. <laughs> he's one person, and he's having to write sermons. He's having to cast vision. Right. He's having to think about budget. He's yeah. having to think about things that we don't ever think about. Yeah. And he just carries a weight on him that I don't have to carry. Right. And so I'm thankful that I don't have to. Mm-hmm. And we always joke, but the campus pastor position is like the coolest position on a church staff. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we would all agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I think... <laughs> Most because, days. Most days, I, I agree. agree. Yeah. But because of that, that I don't have to think about those things or write a sermon. Uh, by the way, I've had a couple of people ask me when I'm going to preach. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Uh trust me, if I am on stage preaching, then it is the absolute like worst case scenario. You'll stick
0: with the announcements, yes. right?
1: Yes. <laughs> I'll say, can we just show a video from like last year? Yeah. Uh, Jason's stuck
2: at an airport and some yeah. other thing where Pylon's also yeah. stuck in a Matt Pylon's stuck somewhere else. We're like but, this is a last ditch.
1: So I mean, but because I don't have to think about those things and right. I, I have the margin, the The coolest thing I get to do as a campus pastor is to invest in people. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I love to do um, as a leader in the church role is to see potential in people and kind of draw that out of them and then help them to discover that and help develop that and encourage them in that. Uh, So investing in people and people at church, investing in staff. Uh, that's what I love to get to do. And so I think it's a cool, it's a unique situation here because pastor Jason is here at this campus, mm-hmm. but also it's really cool for me because it does provide the margin for me to seek those people out, invest in people. Uh, again, that whole extension, right. the extension of Jason. I, think,
2: I mean, you can talk about that more, Kyle, cause you, you know, a lot about it. Like you've been in multiple roles where it exists, but like, I think there's an underlying current at Bethlehem church that people don't really know about. And, like we first, you know, we're headed for growth of the kingdom. We're headed for life change, people getting saved in baptism, and you put that pin right there and go like that's head ahead above everything else. But there's a culture here, like he's talking about with development and leadership, that I don't know that you always look at a church. We've seen other churches do it really well, but like leadership on how 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 the spiritual world and the personal world and the professional world merge together, and how you can be a leader inside of that. And I think that there's like, Pastor Jason is a champion for that and a, and really good at it. And we try to model our lives past him and go, Hey, how do you do that? Uh, But he leads himself. He leads his family. He leads our church really well, but there's this incredible like piece to that. That's uh, where he's equipped himself, where he reads, Mm -hmm. where he uh, seeks counsel and where he has other people pouring in and develop. And I don't know a lot of people know that like we do that Mm -hmm. and it's not just pastor Jason. It's at all levels of our staff.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, we are, we are constantly looking for the next person who we, uh, we, we call it, um, like a, I see in you type of approach to where like we look at someone and we say, man, I see in that person, some real potential to be a leader, not even here at church, Uh, alone, but in their workplace, wherever they are in their community, where they do life, like they have real leadership qualities and to be able to sit down, meet with them and help them through, uh, Hey, what does it look like to be a man of godly character or a woman? uh, You know, you know, that Proverbs 31 woman, what does it look like to be that kind of person and how you can lead them uh, to be that wherever they are right. in, in their life.
0: There is such a culture of leadership development here at Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. I mean, even among the staff and then within the, the the church body itself. So you guys get to play a role in that. And that's really exciting. I don't know about
3: y'all, but I feel like like when I came here, it was refreshing to see the investment in people. But I realized something real quick. And I think a lot of people growing in the relationship with God is, uh, realize this is like, at some point you realize you feel behind the eight ball, in a sense of like, oh, I want to be a little further, but then you realize, Mm -hmm. oh, I got to work really hard to get further ahead than I am right now, or it's going to pass me by. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, even moving into student ministry here, when I first started before I ever like swapped to campus, I was constantly in rooms where I was like, I don't feel like the smartest and I need to get quicker at like what I'm learning faster. Mm. Like that development is such a focus for us. That spiritual intensity is what we call it here, where it's like, I have to make sure I'm disciplined at learning mm-hmm. and growing and making sure I don't sacrifice my family in the process. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm gonna get to point B, but everybody else is already to like Z. Mm. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah, well, that's it, a really good description yeah. of of what we're really talking about in, in leadership and development. Because like just like we would uh let's take Pastor Jason, for instance. He wants someone that he knows would carry the vision and the culture to a campus, which would be us, these campus pastors. He trusted that in us. Uh, we do the best we can with it. And at the very least, we always reference back to that, hey, what's next? What, how, how can we do this better? Mm-hmm. Well, the same thing happens inside of our church as we're raising people up to lead. Uh, we want people that know our church mm-hmm. or or trying to get to know the culture and everything here to be able to people that speak for us at a door or speak mm, for us yeah. on, o, over a team, yeah. or speak for us in these different places. I mean, that's what we do, right? right? We speak for Pastor Jason, and that's what we're calling on people and develop them in life. Also, to get better at family, to get better at job, to get better at the spiritual aspects, which are the most important, but also like when you're carrying out serving and doing stuff here, to be able to speak on behalf of Bethlehem Church mm-hmm. with authority and confidence mm. and truth and consistency with the vision and stuff yeah, that as we have. Yeah, that's one voice. Yeah, right. that's good. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: that's really good. So tell us some things maybe about a campus pastors that that you would like everybody to know. Maybe what uh, what is your what is what has been your biggest challenge as a campus pastor?
2: 2020? 2020. (laughs) I was gonna say unanimous. It It is unanimous.
0: (laughs) So what about that? Let's talk specific. Maybe give us some examples of what about 2020 made made it difficult uh, or challenging to do your job the way that you really love doing it?
1: I mean, I think we're still walking in it. I mean, I think, um, I think we're just trying to figure out what the new, first of all, what the new normal is, Mm uh, for church. And are you in person? Are you at home, uh, watching online? Like how do you connect with people who aren't in the building? Um, so I think we're walking through and trying to figure that out. And so I remember early on, one of the coolest things we did early on, uh, at Bethlehem was when COVID first hit. It was March, first couple of weeks of March, I remember is when it happened. And it wasn't soon after that Pastor Jason charged the entire staff with, hey, uh, we want like our people aren't here, they they can't be here, but we want to make sure that our people are good and we want to let them know we love them, yeah. we care for them, we're praying for them. And so I remember, like Real, old school phone yeah, tree, yep. phone man. Yeah. old school phone tree, man. We were making phone calls. I think we called everybody in the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so to me, that was like one of the coolest moments of 2020. Uh, but all that to say, I, I think we're still walking through and figuring out what it looks like. like what's the new norm, right, uh, for church? And I don't, I don't know when we we'll, don't know when we'll know. Yeah. Uh, but and I, you get candid,
2: like just. Just to be—just to show you, like, an inside view of it, mm-hmm. like, this works for Kyle, too, but particularly, like, we launched a campus, and then the pandemic hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell and us then, about that, Jeremy. <laughs> I mean— <laughs> It was it he was interesting. Was. I mean, like, I, I don't. I don't need to say anything else. You know your what I mean? Manual came with that, right? Like, yeah, 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 It totally had. That <laughs> came with once, yeah. You know, right? Once a you know disease hits the the the, the yeah, world, here's pandemic. what you're gonna do. You go. And I just followed step by step, and it led me into a dark well with no water. <laughs> you know, a, I said
0: I give to give you some praise. You, you know, your, your campus is thriving and doing well. Doing great. And, and so even in the midst of that, that's a testimony to your leadership.
2: It really is. And it's a, it's a te- it's a, it really is like, I, yeah. I could not have survived without. No, that is not it. <laughs> it is a testament to honestly what the Lord like called us to and was faithful in, mm-hmm. right? He yeah, was faithful yeah. to he. Oconee campus is where you need to go Bethlehem church. Okay, God lead us, lead the way. We'll do it. Well, when you open your hands like that yeah, and say, "Lead yeah. us," and something hits, and you go, "You let us into this," I'm gonna trust you to lead us out. You right. know, I mean, Pastor Jason has said that, and and we're not out, right? But I mean, will we ever be out? I mean, this is life is life's life's a roller coaster, and God's mm-hmm. taking us through it. All, you know, but it's also a testament to the great people at Oconee uh, at Oconee County yeah. at our Oconee campus. There's some awesome people there. People that mm-hmm. stuck in and they didn't retreat. They they dug deeper, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm so so thankful for that. But then you got, you look at Drew, Drew got, he's, he's becoming a campus right. pastor and In then, twenty twenty. Hey, here's a bat to the head, you know? <laughs> so he's got to do that. Right. And right.
0: You guys have all handled it with such grace. And, and there is really just a sense of team, uh, team and, and camaraderie and, and, uh, friendship between the three of you. So that's important.
1: Yeah. And I think, um, it, we're very intentional about that mm-hmm. and, Specifically, our executive pastor Matt Pilon. Mm-hmm. He he makes sure every month that he got ga- he gathers us all together campus pastors at yeah. his house. So you know it's it's off campus. It's at his home. Uh, his wife is gracious enough; she cooks breakfast for us. Wow. And so, and he really just invests in us, and he pours into us. Mm-hmm. And really, it's just a time of like, hey, guys, I'm here for you. I love you. This is this is what I can give you. I want to pour into you. And I think through that has built the camaraderie that you sense Mm -hmm. between Mm -hmm. campus pastors. And I mean, let's be honest, there there's there is room if you're not careful to where campuses starts, you know, becoming like they're on their Their own own little island. Right. Right. But. I don't feel that that's, that happens no. here, not true here because yeah. of the investment that we get from senior staff, like yeah. Matt piling, yeah. uh, just, uh, just always, you know, every month we're, we're at his house, we're meeting mm-hmm. and he's, he's making sure that we're all on the same page that he's, uh, checking in on us personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, I, I think that's,
2: that's a really good point. I think that there could be a. At times, and I see, I see why. Because I would think the same thing about uh, certain organizations or leadership or whatever. But when you look at, I think that there's a the campus pastors and there's you know there's Jason. If you think of this, you know you can't see my hands on the podcast, but I'm <laughs> I'm building a tree here, all right, like an organizational Is that chart. What that <laughs> That's what that was. That's what that was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's a really good one too, by the way. And but you see, and it's in some ways this, but it's a lot of ways not. Mm-hmm. Pastor Jason, Matt Pylon. You, you guys may never meet Brad Carter because he just hides in the shadows, but he's actually secretly running everything. Uh, but, um, but, and then you got campus pastors and everything, and they see you because you're on stage or mm-hmm. doing certain things that you're the leader and whatever. But we, I think one of the w- ways that helps us function um, in such a, you know, not to claim this for ourselves, but we try to a level of humility mm-hmm is because we don't see our position as a position that's over people, but rather as a position of support staff, support staff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just yesterday, Pastor Jason Britt, you know, God's put in charge of this whole thing is asking us how he can help us. Mm -hmm. Like, what can I do for you? That's, that's act. That actually happened yesterday Mm -hmm. before this podcast uh, was even, you know, recorded. So, uh, and, Pastor Matt and doing the same thing for us. And yeah. then we do that for um, what you would consider our teams at the campuses. Kyle here at 316, Drew at 211, Amito Coney, I'm How can I help Nathan, our worship leader? How mm-hmm. can I help Amanda, our children's director? Like we, our view is not to lord a boss leadership mentality over people, but rather That's support yeah. them and give them yeah. foundation. And like, I think I
1: something that we say a lot re- and more recently that I think is kind of catching on and has caught on is the whole idea of when dealing with staff or the people who come to church here, our church family, is we want more for them and not from them. From yes, them, right, 100%. Right. And that that comes from the top and trickles down. There. That's right. Mm,
0: that's really good.
1: I, th- I do think that there are very few things
2: in the world, ideas, places, Put whatever word there that actually where you can actually uh, be filled up beyond like what you can do for yourself Mm -hmm. to be filled up and also fill others up, like serving. Mm, Mm. I mean, there are a few things like that for you to be able to give yourself away to the kingdom of God or just to love on someone. The return and the gift Mm. is unmatched. I mean, it's life giving, it's life giving, yeah. And I just don't. I mean, we probably could maybe come up with one or two things, but there are a few things like that. And I think, I think in case in point, what we do is try to model our lives and our faith and everything after the one that it's responsible for Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what he did yeah. his entire life spent giving himself away even to death on the cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's, that's what we want for people, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: that's great. So what, what is your hope? What are your hopes as campus pastors for 2021?
2: Go
3: ahead, Drew. Oh, yeah, let me answer that one. (laughs) (laughs) You have the most to hope for. (laughs) I don't know. I hope to know what day it is tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, No, I think think when you think about campus, I'm asking people all the time actually what they would like to see. Mm. And they're always telling me they would love to see uh, they always talk about how friendly it is. It feels like family, the reach that we have. They're always talking about how like amazing it would be to keep reaching towards Jefferson, Brazelton, Gainesville, Gwinnett, because we're in this, like... Quadra, whatever pocket in Houston and to see just the impact that we can continue having in the community and in people's lives out that way it just keeps not only taking what God's calling us to do but it's also pushing some of that community investment out that way I think that's something I look at campuses in 2021 I'm like that's something everybody keeps telling me is we do a great job at Bethlehem we do a great job in Winder you're working really hard to do that in Oconee and be a part of the city and we live on such the out skirt of winder, uh, and Barrow County for that matter,
1: that like, that's something people are always telling me. It's just that investment in people in the cities they live in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think when you were talking, Jeremy, about, uh, being filled up and then filling others up, I think for me, I'm excited about, and I really think God's going to do this is people, there's always a next step for someone, wherever you are in your spiritual journey, there's always a next step to take. So whether you've been walking with Jesus for 50 years, or if you just became a Christian last week, there's always a next step for you. That's good. So I think in this next year, I think we're going to see people who are called out and they are, they're going to take that next step Mm. and church is going to look different than it ever has before. Mm -hmm. But I think, uh, if, if you think in the sense of like, uh, discipleship and disciple making, I really feel like Bethlehem Church is going, like, we're going to see God move through people like never before uh, this year. And so I'm excited to have a front row seat uh, to see that.
2: Yeah, and and I love you. Like, you can see, if you pay attention, like, you can see how what Drew's talking about and what uh, Kyle's talking about. They they work together. I mean, the growth of the kingdom exists in the expanding, like... To, uh, through campuses like just geographically exp- expanding into cities to reach more people and then the growth personally for people to mm. grow in serving to grow spiritually to grow in their families all those things like how, how much they work together and you know I, I see you know I lead the college um, ministry right now and uh, college in 20s if you haven't been you need to go it's gonna be awesome <laughs> plug. Uh, shameless plug shameless plug um, and one of the things I see that but I see it for our church too is that like as people grow, like what Kyle saw in the, in the in their, like in serving and taking the next step or not just serving, but, you know, all, all the way spiritually, professionally, whatever, fill, fill in the blank. Um, as people grow in all that, that like it would turn, that we would see our church, that you don't see this a ton, but our church would turn, rather than being Kyle— Counseling someone and helping them through that would also would be people in our church who have grown to the point where they can share that kind of peace and love and and draw people in like that. W- that we would all kind of just be pastoring together. Mm-hmm, We're cool. all campus pastoring, you know. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. kind of the 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 point of this podcast is kind of what we do, mm-hmm. what we hope for. I mean, and that's what I hope for. I'd love to see our our college students doing that. I'd love to see um, our people that are, have been to Bethlehem Church to um, to be able to give themselves away, to be able to do more, um, mm-hmm. that we wouldn't just be a church of consuming, like yeah. we say this a lot, that we would just wouldn't consume, but we would just pour out right. the love of God. And be multipliers, which yes. is
0: one of our, It'd be multi- our core yeah. visions.
2: And it wouldn't just be a staff thing. Mm-hmm. It would be a church thing that yeah. we would actually, and that's the, I mean, that's what Jesus hopes for yeah. us. The Holy Spirit's calling us to. Yeah. Is to be that. Yep. Right.
0: That's great. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much for your time and for joining us here at Beyond Sunday. I know how hard it is for, uh, for you guys to all coordinate your schedules and be at one place at one time. So thank you so much for joining us and thank you for listening. And if you are looking for ways to take a next step and you want to get plugged in, and these guys talked about several ways to serve and get, get involved, you can email Drew, Kyle, or Jeremy at BethlehemChurch.us. Their first name, Drew, Kyle, or Jeremy at BethlehemChurch.us. Thanks so much again for listening and for joining us this week. We will see you next time. Have a great week.